Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Coco, and if this is your first time tuning in, you are listening to Chatterbox Podcast, where I talk about what I like, and hopefully you like it too. Let me ask you a question. How do it feel to be ordinary? How do it feel to be cliche? I really wouldn't know, huh? So this week on Chatterbox Podcast, I sat down with the project manager of Insomniac Studios, Brian, and we talked a lot about passion. Um, But furthermore, we talked about how to make that passion pay and learn the business aspect of music so that we can turn a profit from the gifts and skills that we have. We also talked a little bit about all the talent that's in Chicago um, and how that talent uh, usually leaves to go to places like L.A. and New York to grow instead of, um, you know, finding that success and remaining in Chicago. So he's... uh, He's got a lot of things planned as far as that's concerned, and he gives our listeners some tools that they can take with them to help grow um, in the music industry. Um, But definitely continue to listen so that you can hear that interview. Also, this week I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm not going to be doing a chat room. I'm saving that for the week of Valentine's Day, which is also the week of my birthday. Uh, And I got another little video planned, so it's not going to be a traditional episode, but it will be a little something-something. So stay tuned. Again, my name is Coco, and this is Chatterbox Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. Up next, I sit down with the project manager of Insomniac Studios, Brian, and we talk business and music. What's up, everybody? My name is Coco, and you are listening and hopefully watching Chatterbox Podcast. And I am here with Project Manor of Insomniac Studios, Brian. Good to be here. Good to be here. (laughs) Okay. Took us forever. Took me. Took me forever to get all this stuff together. But we did it, and we're here. Making it happen. Yeah, I'm so glad I finally get to talk to you. All right, so let's get right in. What are you listening to right now? Um... I'm listening to uh, just a couple of mixes um, for one of our artists. His name is Mac, uh, short for Man About Change. Um, so he's working on a new album right now. Uh, I've also been listening to some gospel music, uh, also uh, some Kendrick Lamar ladies. you just very, uh, what is it, not multifaceted, uh, diverse in your music selection. Have to be, have to be. Comes with the job. Who's your favorite gospel singer? Ah, uh, see, now, now you're trying to hurt me. Now you're trying to hurt me. This is... Uh, I have to say Fred. Can I get to? You're going to say my favorite. Okay. Yes, you got to. I got to have Fred Hammond, and I got to have uh, John P. Key. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Did, didn't they, I feel like, did they sing together? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm like, I'm not tripping. All right. I love Fred Hammond. That's my favorite. All right, so what have you been reading? Um, i really been reading about a lot about music publishing. Okay. Um, because at the end of the day, if artists make music, mm-hmm. where are you going to place your stuff and how are you going to get paid for it? It does. It, the you know the artistry is great and everything, but when you go out here and you want to sign with different people or you want to get placements and movies and things like that, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to handle your business, then you're basically you just out there, everybody making money but you. Exactly. 
you could be passionate all day about something, but you can't make a living off passion unless you figure that out. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, what are you watching? Uh, I just got through watching uh, Watchmen. Especially if you're a black person, please watch it. <laughs> if you're a black okay. All right, now I have to. It taps into, you know, a lot of different things, whether it be history and, you know, up to date. So it's, it's dope. You got to watch it. Okay, all right. So um, let's just get into your actual craft, your career. So what is your job title? I said it earlier, but can you say it again? For- uh, my job title, I'm a project manager of Insomniac Studios. Uh, so I help to manage whether it be promotion for the studio, I also help artists to either write or uh, I do some vocals with some of the artists. I help them to produce some of that stuff. So, yeah, kind of like a jack of all trades around here, but we we make it work. So, so tell us how one like I guess gets into being a project manager for a studio. Like, where did that? Where did you even you know? Well, um, from from a few friends of mine, they do project management and other. Uh, companies and things like that and I've always kind of been doing it but I didn't really know the name of it neither did I really necessarily you know care to I was just you know I, I'm an artist at, at, and by nature so I just like to create mm-hmm. but uh, I like to create with multiple people right. so when you're trying to actually work on a project and you're trying to bring all that together mm-hmm. and you end up you know putting the, the start and end date on things and when it's supposed to come out and all those different things it's project management at the end. that's what that's what it comes down to okay I think that that's I feel like people do things like that a lot they just move in different lanes and they don't know what these right. lanes are called they just know it needs to be done so that's good to know okay so um i was looking at your instagram and you were talking about i, I saw something about god hour what's that yeah so uh the god hour is the group that i'm a part of okay. so uh that's mac that's uh l virtual so which is my sister and uh ox that's uh he's another rapper and our producer is pro kevin jackson he's a dope producer if you need production holla at him most definitely so i mean he could do from trap to orchestral music to soul to r&b he does some everything so yeah so is so why the title of god hour is it a gospel group or is that just what you call uh, yourself it's a uh, gospel and inspirational okay so I hate to put you in a box because I really don't like that, but just for the sake of the it's, conversation. It's pull from different elements. So we, we'll pull from rock music. We'll pull from soul music. We'll pull from, of course, gospel music, things like that. Because initially I was not big on gospel rap. I'm going to lie. I was not. My mom turned around. She bought me a, a CD. I'm not going to say the name because they might be better now. But, you know, um, I, I put it in and, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't dope. It wasn't dope. I'm just going to put it like this. So I told her to put my knives back in and don't disrespect me like that no more. No, I'm just joking. But, uh, yeah, um, we pull from so many different places. And so uh, the meaning of it is basically, you know, we all go through things in life. And the gospel at the end of the day is just about telling your story. And, you know, how does God fit into that? And spending time with God through not just your problems, but also through your triumph. So. That's, the, that's the, what it is. I feel like people forget about spreading the word about the triumphs. They always want to talk about the sad things, which is very helpful hey. if you tell the next person. But you got to you gotta have like the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to depress nobody out here. You don't want to depress nobody. You got to do it for both things. Um, okay, so I, I mean, it. I was going to say what made you choose, you know, music as a profession. But I honestly don't feel like one like chooses music as a profession i feel like it kind of chooses you <laughs> but what um when did you start i guess getting into music and making it a profession well i was into music at a young age mm-hmm. but i never really took music seriously you know you sing in the choir things like that but it's like it's black folks it's just what you do right you know what i'm saying it's what you do it comes with it but uh 
Um, I would say in uh, college, I went to school for graphic design. That's what I got my uh, bachelor's in. So it was like I started to, uh, I had a procedure that was done. It was hard for me to sing anymore. So I got into uh, Corral one day, just wanted to see what, you know, vocal techniques that they had, see what I could possibly do. And I ended up singing classical music. I ended up doing an opera. And so, you know, you start singing in, uh, whether it be Spanish or you start singing in Italian. So Vivaldi and some stuff with Beethoven and all this stuff. And so I, I love this. So that's what I almost, almost, almost second guess my, my, my graphic design major. But, you know, it all it all put everything together. Okay. And then you, I mean, that's such that's so cool because you, you're like classically trained so that when you come into the studio and you work with the people who are doing like the rap or the soul or the hip-hop whatever you want whatever it is you're able to like bring that ear which is I, try. That, I mean that's pretty cool <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying it's not every day black people be doing opera and whatnot yeah, you know, it's you know, beautiful thing is he in that in that field there's so few of us mm-hmm. but uh they really do enjoy our voices because our voices are you know a little bit different, heavier, um, fuller, things like that. But, you know, that's no knock on anybody else. You know, of course, at the end of the day, uh, I think more people should get into it because they actually pay stipends for people to go over, you know, overseas and actually to sing. And sometimes they may do two, three shows a year and they get paid a stipend that covers the whole year where they stay room and board and all this other stuff. Yeah, so, you know, if you want to... We're going to drop a link. Uh, we're going to drop a link at the bottom of this video, you know, because we need to get all the money that's out there. You feel me? Wow, that's good to know. So have you have you traveled? Like, did you do any of that at all? No, I was still here in Chicago because, like, like I said, at the end of the day, it was like it was something that I enjoyed, but I didn't really start my journey into really doing music for myself like me and my sister would play around like recording on acid sony acid and stuff like that but we didn't really take it seriously we was just wanted to you know you get your emotions out you go on work your regular job you know it's a hobby at that point so then when did it um when i guess well like when did it change though at what point did that go to, did it go from being a hobby it changed when i got here to the insomniac studios okay. um I actually came in because my sister was a part of a program uh, with Ryan Fest and um, and uh, Donnie at the time. So they were running a program called Donna's House. And we ended up coming out here to the studio. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, Marlon, who's the head of the studio, Marlon King, shouts out to Marlon. Um, he told me to stick around. I was just trying to get my sister in production because she produces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, cool, you good. I'm about to check out and leave. Right. Well, he was like, no, we would have certain conversations. And after that, I started paying attention to what he was doing, started learning some of the production and mixing and things like that. And it was a wrap after that. And the rest is history. So is this your is this your full time? This is what you do full time? Um, I still have a side. I still have a side job, too. But uh, that's what it is. Hey, entertainment. You always got to have a full time on or a side with someone to say. Have a passion, work for it, but also be realistic. Yeah. Because once once you actually can make it a full time job, you actually appreciate it. Yeah. Is is it's different when you turn around, you have a passion, you just I just wanna do this full time and that's it. If you don't plan, mm-hmm. you just gonna fail off top because you're not looking at everything and taking everything into account. So and I, d- I really don't think that people talk about that aspect as much, you know, like what we were saying before we even started, like you know, it's beautiful to have a passion and then yeah. no one's saying yeah. don't have one and right. don't work towards it, but it's like Okay, we live in a world where passion doesn't pay. Hey, you know. 
until you make it pay. Uncle Sam, you know, he don't care about your dreams. He don't care about your dreams. You know what I'm saying? We call Bills Williams around here. When Williams call, he won't he won't answer. He ain't trying to hear nothing from you but where my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's the check? Where's the W two, you know? But yeah, you know, take take the time out and study and hone your craft while you're working these other jobs, while you're working a part time job or whatever. Cause it's still gonna pay off at the end of the day once you start putting your work out there for people to turn around and see. People only invest in what they, how hard they see you work. Yes, I, and I, I think that's another thing that I've been seeing a lot lately. Like I always say, people only take you as seriously as you take yourself. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to expect someone else to work harder for you than you? Right. Like if your friend asked you to help them move, yeah. and you go over there and they sitting down, and you over here lifting the bed, and they like, are you like, okay, well I'm done. I'm not about to do this if you're gonna be sitting down I'm drinking out. beer. Exactly, exactly. I, I appreciate you sitting there. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got to make people want to, you know, want to help you, want to work with you and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are a Chicago resident? Yes. Born and raised. Born and raised. Where at? Southside Chicago, Jeffrey Manor. What's going on, y'all? What's up? <laughs> so um, if it's important, how important is Chicago in the work that you do? Um, I think it's very important because uh, the knowledge of music business and music artistry are two different things. And these are things a lot of times that I found out in Chicago that we don't necessarily share with each other. Um, currently, right now, there's not necessarily an industry here in Chicago mm-hmm. for music. Actually, that's actually turning around here. Um, Chicago has actually made uh, this year the year of Chicago music. So hit up DKs. They got uh, different events and things like that. 2112, which I'm a member of. They're turning some things around with getting lawyers and people like that together to be able to talk about these things. So it's very important because we want our artists to be knowledgeable at the end of the day and not have to feel like they have to go to New York or California just so they can turn around and make it big. You can do everything here. Start a Midwest tour once you turn around you know, get things together here in Chicago and, you know, have a vision about what you want to do. You don't have to go everywhere else because it's saturated already. Oversaturated. And, I, and I'm and i like, there's so much talent in Chicago. Like if we got all the talented, you know, artists in Chicago together, yeah. we would be Chicago. Yeah. Like there's so many. And I think a lot of talent comes out of Chicago, but they always come out of Chicago and they yeah. dip. You know what I'm saying? They leave. And I'm like, I never really thought about the fact that there's not much of an industry for it here. Mm-hmm. The the art comes from here, but then they go and they outsource and they go to other places. So that's awesome. So what I get, um, what advice I guess could you give to somebody who's starting in the music industry? Like, where where do they go? Do they go to? I mean, you said twenty one twelve. I say yeah, twenty one twelve. I say hey, stop by the studio, book some time with us. Uh, we can most definitely sit down and uh, talk to you about pointing you in the right direction with some things. Uh, twenty one twelve. They have a, a arts incubator, so. Uh, they shoot movies out there. They also have lawyers in the entertainment industry, branding people. So uh, to help you be able to garner the, the fan base that you need, music licensing and stuff like that, uh, be aware of BMI, ASCAP. You know, know how to get you, get into a PRO because that's how you collect some of your royalties, sound exchange, your digital, your digital royalties and things like that. Like, you know, be a student of music at the end of the day, but be a student of the music business because it is a business. So just as much as you love the music, you got to you have to like make yourself love the business. Yeah, your logo, trademarking, copywriting your music, things like that. So, so. What would you say to somebody who maybe doesn't necessarily have the finances to get that licensing to to take care of the business aspect? What do you say to somebody who, like a high school student, don't got the funds, you know, 
because there's other things that are priorities how do you how do they go about that is or is does that do they tell them how to do that too well i would say uh first work on your craft work on your craft whether you rap or whether you sing work on those first uh, find a studio sometimes you can work some things out with an engineer uh get a part-time job you know what i'm saying oh you know say yeah you have to put the work get some money together when you put your money together go to the studio but practice first because so you can go in there you can knock it out because is i can't tell you how many people come in they just think they're just gonna come in and freestyle or whatever and everybody can't do that yeah and then turn out so we just sitting there we got your money but you know what i'm saying we wish you would have take the time out to practice and things like that also too uh, use your friends to help you promote a show for yourself. Mm-hmm. Chance and them, they did that in their high schools. Mm-hmm. They passed out flyers. They put their shows together. Mm-hmm. They charged five, ten dollars, things like that. So that actually helped to reinvest into you copywriting your music, into uh, you know getting yourself into other different entities to license your music to other different places. Mm-hmm. Learn to finance yourself. Learn to finance yourself. Okay. So you're making some good points, and I'm like, you can take that aspect and put it in a lot of different areas, too, because, I mean, I don't do music, but with this, you know, I'm learning right. as I go, and and that's a good point. I need to learn how to get the business aspect so that I can start making this work for me yeah. so that I can not have to have another full-time job <laughs> that doesn't, you know, have yeah, anything to do with this. With it's hard out here. Um, okay, so what is your favorite, I guess, type of music to create? Uh, or what's it, better yet? Before I ask, before I ask that question, what is your favorite way to create? Because you said you sing, do you rap? Uh, I rap. Okay, you sing, you rap, um, and you you produce, you engineer. So, like, what is your favorite way to create? What's your favorite outlet? I guess uh, is the best way to put that. Ah, this is it's, it's a little bit. I mean, you I, need I to express like, yourself. What do you go to first? Which uh, what's your go to? It comes in different forms. Like I, I can read literature and draw inspiration from that. Like, mm-hmm. say for instance, if I'm reading like the Brothers Karamazov by uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky, mm-hmm. uh, just reading about the different trials and different ways that Russians thought about life mm-hmm. in that era. Or if I'm Langston Hughes, uh, one one uh, instrument that really gives me a lot of inspiration is uh, "In a Sentimental Mood" by Duke favorite. Ellington. Like, yeah, like that's 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 my joint. And uh, the key thing for me for music is emotion. You know, can I feel the music? Can I feel what you're saying? And and from there, you know, I draw the inspiration to be able to write or to produce. Like, I like James Blake, so I kind of been messing around. He's so different. The way that he constructs his music is like so off pudding but it's like yeah, yeah. i don't know how to explain it but it's it's, it's something there is is real minimalistic it's not a whole lot of sounds mm-hmm. but he gets you in a certain place and he'd be like oh okay all right i got right i got to sit down and really pay attention to what's going on so mm-hmm. i kind of been uh studying some of his production and uh doing some of those things so, so you'd yeah. say so you would say the the way that i well you said so the question <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to no 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 I, I you answered it, but I I see what you're saying. So there's not really any one way that you go to. It just depends on what exactly you're trying to accomplish or express in that moment. Because sometimes it could to just put it simply, it could be either a, a word or a phrase, mm-hmm. or it can be someone else's music, depending on what mood I'm in. That makes me want to actually create. So yeah. So what is your favorite type of music to create then? So she heard me here. She heard me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you could go. You can you can answer that like a genre, or you can answer that like 
what kind of frequency of music do you like to like whatever however you uh, feel like you can answer that question uh, my okay my my heart is gospel music okay. because at the end of the day it, it's the emotion behind it mm-hmm. like i've i've learned how to feel music before i could understand like okay what the tempo is how many beats per measure yeah the mechanics of it so mm-hmm. if i can't feel your music then i'm most definitely 100 percent gonna shut off <laughs> And you know you you work in the studio, so you 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 develop the stone face. Oh man, is that dope? Hey man, you know, I, I, yeah yeah cool. I, you know, I, I man, I yeah yeah you know. So it's it's like if I if I can't feel the music, and that's how I learned from just you know singing gospel music or listening to gospel music. That's what it's all about for me. Okay, all right, I feel that I, I feel that, and I think I'm the same way too. Like I'm an emotional person, so I find the emotion in like anything that I do and that's what drives me so whether it be like relationships with people or my when I'm listening to music or when I'm looking at art I've been getting I've I've been getting more into that or interested in that like looking at art you know in that way too so I see what you're saying and that makes plenty sense so let's see here um I guess more so about you what element you you might have answered this earlier but we can reiterate what element do you bring to this profession, to being a project manager, to being a musician? What do you bring specifically that sets you apart from the next person? Um, I, I think for the most part is uh, being an artist first, mm-hmm. um, whether it's from the lack of understanding with music business or uh, being able to create music. Uh, a lot of times the artists that I'm helping, I have to come into their world as far as how they create their music, what are they trying to go after? What is the message, the overall message they're trying to deliver? Mm -hmm. So I have to put myself in that place to be able to be like, okay, well, this is your project Mm -hmm. and this is how we should help. I can help you going about doing it. You know, um, sometimes some people approach from other different ways, but I'm like, if the the music puts me in a certain place and I can actually gel with the artists and I I can feel where they're actually going, then that helps me to help them figure out what they need to do, whether it's, you know, that's not the right production for the song that they're trying to convey or whether they should say a lyric, you know, saying a little bit differently and how to, to market it because it's, uh, you have to know your audience at the end of the day, depending on the type of music that you're creating. You know, uh, if you if you like gothic or something like that, you know, you're not going to turn around, you know, try to get your music to people who just are happy every day you know what i'm saying all these different you know all these different things like even you know even gosh they have a certain type of uh audience that they appeal to mm-hmm. you know if you're somebody that likes bright church music you know you're going to appeal to the church community you know what i'm saying uh if you if you like a uh, trap you know what i'm saying hip-hop there's a certain community that you want to appeal to mm-hmm. to get to, to to get heard so uh i think that's what helps me more than anything i usually try to be an artist first I like that. And I, I like the part that you said where you have to like go into their world because it's like you want to create it as them. You don't want to create it as you because right. that's their project. Right. right? right. But you still want to have yourself in as an, an element somewhere in that. But you bring that you bringing that to the table, I think, makes each project a passion project and makes it more authentic, I guess is the best way to put it. And even when you said earlier how you, uh, you know, work in PR and stuff like that, because it's you, you is I like everything that you're saying because I'm just my mind is like moving so fast so I'm trying to slow it down so that I can use my words um but yeah you know 
bringing that aspect, bringing the PR aspect and the marketing aspect, the uh, musicianship and being an artist, bringing all of that into it, into your craft really does create a good project for the other person that you, the person that you're working with. I don't know why I'm pointing back there. Like that's where the person is. But, but uh, okay. So you bring that element and I, I, and you said, you know, like if you, if you're not feeling the music or whatever, you shut down. And I think that a lot of, um, producers or whoever they detach themselves from the project but if you can put yourself in it in that way i think it kind of makes it usually even even if i can't necessarily feel the music or they're just not the type of music i listen to i try to have uh conversations with the artists Mm -hmm. to see where their head is why they're doing what they're doing if i can understand what your motivations are all right we're working with something because as a project manager it's almost like i'm building helping to build a framework for a house right Mm -hmm. You're an artist, you got all this furniture and everything else that you want to turn around and put in the house. You're like, all right, okay, let me help to build the framework around it. You know what I'm saying? You put everything in you want to, we package it that way, and then turn around. We can move things along. Organize it. Let's make it make sense. Okay, cool. I like that. So what is your overall goal with your career? Like, where do you you see yourself being? And I'm not going to give it an amount of years, but whenever. Where do you see yourself uh, being? And then also, like, what do you want to accomplish? Uh... I have to say, personally, and it might sound a little off to but whatever, uh, I like, uh, I want to be where Quincy Jones and Clarence Avon is. Okay. Like, uh, be able to help artists to make different deals with their music, but at the same time, be able to get behind the boards and work with different producers and artists to develop, like, classics and things like that. Like, that's that's where I want to, when I watched The Black Godfather, I was like, wow, that's 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 exactly what I want to. That's exactly what I want to do. That's exactly where I want to be. If I, I won't even say if. When I do those things, that's that's what I want to achieve. Okay. Well, you're well on your way. Clearly, I mean, you you have the right mind for it, and you're already in the place where you can be that. So, okay. It take a lot. Artists is crazy. So what? Right. You feel me? So where? Um, what can we expect from you in the future? Besides that, because we are you are gonna accomplish it. So besides that, what can we expect in the near future? Maybe? Um. Well, right now, like I said, I'm helping to develop projects mm-hmm. right now. So, uh, like I said, we got Max Project coming. Uh, El Virtuoso, her project is coming. Mm-hmm. She's a dope rapper, singer, producer. Mm-hmm. She produced everything on the project. She wrote all the lyrics. There's Everything is all her. Uh, Ox, he's coming with his, his mixtape, his project. Uh, we got Rich the Pit. He's coming with his project. Dope lyricist, insane lyricist. Matter of fact, it's the 10-year anniversary of the studio this year. So we're looking to do we're looking to do some big things with that as well because I really wanna this year I wanna make uh Insomniac Studios a staple in Chicago for really working with Chicago artists. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to tell the story of this studio because we done had so many different people come through here, whether it be Ryan Fest or Shano or Twine Gab, so many different people have come through here and it helps to uh lend itself to the development of the uh, studio itself so yeah watch out for the artists that we got coming so that's exciting wow 10 year anniversary so look this is a perfect timing to have this episode dope hey look god don't make no mistakes all right well i do have a lightning round those are all like the heavy hitting questions i have i do have a lightning round so you just answer the questions as quick as possible and the first thing that comes to your mind all right your favorite color blue gum or mint mint Summer, fall, spring, or winter? Ah, uh, give me, give me, give me fall, give me fall, give me fall. The moon or the sun? The sun. 
Sunrise, most definitely. That's beautiful. Favorite fast food place? Uh, if we ain't talking about Harold's, we ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> hey, I be craving Harold's <laughs> randomly, like randomly. You don't make no, no sense. No. Uh, your favorite artist? I know that's hard. Why she keep doing this to me? What is favorite artist overall? The person that you find yourself listening to the most? Okay, if there was a favorite artist, I would have to say, for right now, Lupe Fiasco. Like okay. that's that's my favorite. hometown hero. Yes. All right. Yes. Favorite music genre. It's not easier, I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go gospel. Okay. If I was stuck on the island somewhere, and that's the last thing, I was, that's the thing I'm gonna have to listen to. You gotta put yourself mentally there so you can answer the question. Yeah, see, I, I got to. I got to. We deal with a whole lot of stuff here at the studio, and I love different types of music. So that's beautiful. Well, thank you, Brian, for speaking with me today. I truly appreciate it. And honestly, I think that we could talk forever because I got more that I want to know. But time is limited. So thank you so much. And, oh, can you shout out, um, like, your social media and the studios? So, like, all. So you can find us at uh, Insomniac Studios. So the letter in Insomniac Studios. You can find me at, at 7 Metrics one on Instagram. Um, Facebook, you can find us at The Guide Hour. So check out the music, of course. Facebook, Insomniac Studios. So, yeah, come check us out. Get involved with us. Stay in tune with us. Book some time at the studio. What's the address of the studio? So the studio is 127, uh, 12704 Southwestern. So it's the uh, second level right above the barbershop. So we got producers here. So if you want to work, you need beats or whatever, come shop with us. Come shop. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brian. And, again, my name is Coco, and you are listening and hopefully watching Chatterbox Podcast. Okay. <laughs> you just heard the interview with the project manager of Insomniac Studios, Brian, and you can find Brian and all the things he's involved in at 7, the number 7, Metrics 1. Again, that's the number 7, M E T R I X, and the number 1. And you can follow Insomniac Studios on Instagram as well at the letter N. Somniac Studios, again, that is at the letter N, S-O-M-N-I-A-C-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. So that was Chatterbox Podcast, Episode 6, Talking Business, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, like I say in every other episode, if this one wasn't for you, I hope the next one is, and so on and so forth. Um, if you have any feedback or anything that you feel like should be on the episodes, just email me at chatterboxpodcast18 at gmail.com. Again, that is at C-H-A-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-8 at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on social media at Coco Chanel underscore 12. That's C-O-C-O-C-H-A-N-E-L underscore 12. Again, my name is Coco, and this is Season 2, Chatterbox Podcast, Episode 6. See you next time.